Welcome to Whatcom New Life Assembly's Sermon of the Week, where, as always, it's all good news. For more info on how to get involved in our church or to partner with our ministry, please visit us at whatcomnewlifeassembly.org. Merry Christmas, everyone. You guys are going to get this eventually. In fact, we're going to just keep saying it all through the rest of the year if you just can't figure it out. Merry Christmas. Listen, we have been in a series this month called The Glory Shown. And if you've been here at all, we have been discussing Christmas lights. Did you know that Christmas lights got their start? Candles in the window declaring, this is a house belonging to Jesus. Come inside and worship us. And so we talked about how the glory shone. And when we put our Christmas lights up, we are saying that. We are saying this is a house that loves Jesus. Because this is what Christmas is all about. This is what life is all about, really. Last week, we, uh, we had this beautiful little vessel. And we talked about the lamp. The eye is the lamp of the body. And I'm just going to do a quick review before, uh, before we move on. The eye is the lamp of the body. Now, if you were like me, you grew up with electricity. Anyone old enough? I'm looking back there. Uh, Dad? Are you? No, I'm just kidding. Our concept of a lamp is we pull it out, or we, it's in the living room, and I flip the switch, and boop, light comes out. Woohoo! Right? But this is not the concept of what a lamp was in, in the time of Christ, uh, even before Edison. This was the concept of what a lamp was. So you get to this verse here, Matthew 6, 22 through 23. And, and if you don't understand the concept of a lamp biblically, it can be a little confusing. It says this, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. Hmm? Then the light with, if the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Now, Nobody here, as I look out, has uh, have glowing red eyes that are like shining light on me, all right? But the eye is the lamp of the body. What was the concept here? The eyes, what do they do? They take things in and fuel your heart, and they fuel your mind. If the fuel within you is darkness, if you are fueling yourself with, with darkness, how great is that darkness? But if the fuel within you is light. See, Jesus looked at us and he, he says, I'm the light of the world. But then he looks to those who call on the name of Jesus and he said, you are the light of the world. You, 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 the light of the world. What? Jesus, that's your job. He's like, no, it's your job. You're my lamp. But here's the thing. This lamp has a wick in it. If I don't have any fuel in that lamp, that wick will burn within minutes and it's all useless. I just have a clay pot sitting on my shelf. I have to fuel my lamp with good things. I have to fuel my lamp with the word of God, folks. Here's the problem. If the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Here's the thing. If I call myself a Christian, I believe in Christ, and, and, and that's, that's 101, but if I don't fuel myself, well, I spend two hours a day watching CNN and Fox News and, I, and on my social media account. Have you ever, do you read the Bible? No, I don't. 
Well, here's the danger there. And I'm not saying that social media or CNN or Fox, any of those are bad, all right? But what I'm saying is if that's your fuel, here's the danger that you're in. All of a sudden, those glorious opinions that we get to air on our social media accounts start to make more and more sense because I'm not also feasting on this. This is the Word of God. This is my only source of truth. And if my great opinion or the commentator or that other person has something that says something contrary, guess what? If I'm not feasting on this, their opinion is going to make, start to make sense to me instead of me bowing to the truth. And so I encouraged you last week to be people of the word. And, uh, and I encourage you also, I plugged Amazon.com. Uh, I'm not being endorsed for this, but I encourage you to buy one of these Bibles, okay? This is an awesome thing I've been doing. It's called the One Year Bible. It's the same Bible, except they've broken it up into 365 days of readings. And each day, it's awesome. You get something from the Old Testament, New Testament. You get a Psalm and a Proverbs. And I feel, I, I'm telling you, it fuels me. I spend time with the Lord this way. They're like 13 bucks on Amazon. You can get them in, in New King James. You can get them in New Living, NIV. And so I'm encouraging you. You still have some time before New Year's begins. Get one of these for your family. Read this. Just commit to it. I'm telling you, it's not a burden. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. And because it's the spirit of the season, it is Christmas, I have some of these that I would like to give away to some of you lucky folks. But I only want you to raise your hand if you're, if you're actually going to read it, all right? I have, I, have a, I have a number of these for those who actually want to read it, actually want to read it. Christopher, I think you have one. Nice try. He's already reading it. This kid's a, a man of God, all right? Oh, all right. I got I to go over to this side toward the back. All right. You're going to read it? All right. And then one more in the back here. Let's, uh, let's, Dale, if you'll toss this to the gentleman sitting next to you. Or I'm gonna, here we go. I just threw the Bible in church, folks. If you've never been offended before, this is your moment. All right. And because uh, me gusta español muy, muy mucho, la Biblia en español un, un año. All right. Who here, if you read, you need to be able to, did I, I said all that right? Mas o menos? All right. You speak Spanish and you want to read the Bible. Oh, this little gentleman back here. Hablo español? Habla. All right. The rest of you, you can go to Amazon.com, type in the name Andy. No, I'm just kidding. You can put that in there and you will find it for yourself. I encourage you folks because you, you are the light of the world, but you got to go back to the source and refill. Now, last week we invited, uh, well, I told you that we wanted, I wanted to talk about the wise men, the, the, the wise men, and we just didn't get a chance to it. So I have personally invited the three wise men to join us this morning to share fuel from the word of God. And so if you'll welcome the, the three wise men today. That's all the song we get, all right. So these wise men each come bearing gifts, and these gifts contain fuel for your lamp. And so we are going to invite them one at a time to open their gift and share their wisdom with you. So to get us started, Sabio Reverendo Cruz. Eso sí era español. 
That was Spanish. <laughs> Amen. Can you hold this for me? Claro. Oh. <laughs> que gozo. What joy. <laughs> que gozo. What joy. Tienes que tener gozo para sonreír. You have to have joy to smile, right? Yes. You have to get, have joy to smile. Who has joy? Tienes que tener gozo para sonreír. It's Christmas. Smile. Es Navidad. Sonrían. It's just not working. Wow. No está funcionando. God loves you. So Cristo smile. te ama. Dios te ama. Sonríe. Voy a tratar de hacerlo en español y si no I'm puedo. I'm gonna try to do it all in English. Spanish. I'll do it in English. <laughs> a lo largo de la historia, cuando acontecimientos grandes pasan. As story comes, uh, when big things happen. Siempre hay una persona importante. There's always a, a special person, an important person. O una persona que tiene un nivel de altura. Or a person that is high uh, in category and level. Para traer las buenas noticias. To bring the good news. Well, I got good news for you today. Pues yo tengo buenas noticias para usted hoy. Who wants good news? ¿Quién quiere buenas noticias? It's going to be good news. Y van a ser buenísimas. Y déjame empezar con decirte. And let me start by telling you. Nehemiah 8, 10. Nehemiah 8, 10. Dice, pues el gozo del Señor es mi fortaleza. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. Amen. Where's the Spanish-speaking people? ¿Dónde están los latinos? There you go. Where's the English-speaking people? Amen. Amen. There you go. Las buenas noticias siempre traen gozo. The good news always bring joy. Siempre traen gozo. They always más, bring joy. And more. Cuando se trata, cuando estás en una situación difícil en tu vida. When you're going through a difficult time in your life. O cuando estás uh, pasando por una prueba grande. When you're going through a big test. En momentos difíciles, las buenas noticias son como agua fresca para el cuerpo. And when you're going through a difficult time, good news um, come like fresh drink of water in those times. Desde el principio, el nacimiento de Jesús fue humilde. From the beginning, um, Jesus' birth was um, humble. Nació en un pesebre. He was born in a, um, in a manger. Creció en... en En, en, en Israel, en Nazaret, en un he lugar was, pequeño. He, he grew up in um, Israel and Nazareth. Es un lugar pequeño. It's a small place. Para muchos, who wants to be born in Ferndale? ¿Quién quiere nacer en Ferndale? Something like that. God forgave me for that one already. <laughs> Dios me perdonó por esa. La mayor parte de su ministerio fue desarrollado en Galilea. Most of his ministry was uh, developed in Galilee. Una, una región pobre. A, a poor part. Murió y fue sepultado. He was born and um, was it? Was buried. Well, buried, but he wasn't in the ground. He was buried. En una en un lugar que no era ni de él. In a place that it wasn't even his. No it was a tomb. There you go. Tomb that was not even his. Y todo esto ocurrió porque. And all of that happened because. Porque. Él se identificaba con gente que estaba en necesidad. Because he identified with those that were in need. Gente que, que estaba quebrada. People that were estaba broken. Estaba rota. They were broken. 
La razón de las buenas noticias del nacimiento de Jesús. The reason for the good news of Jesus. Son buenas noticias para todos nosotros. They're good news for all of us. Lucas 2, 8 al 11. Luke 8 to 11. 2, 3, 7. Luke 2, 8 to 11. 8. Oh, there you go. That's how we work. <laughs> Lo voy a leer. Dice, en esa misma región había unos pastores que pasaban la noche en el campo, turneándose para cuidar sus rebaños. Sucedió que un ángel del Señor les apareció, la gloria de Dios los envolvió en su luz y se llenaron de temor. Pero el ángel le dijo, no tengan miedo, miren que les traigo buenas noticias, que serán motivo de mucha alegría para todo el pueblo. Hoy les ha nacido en la ciudad de David un Salvador que es el Cristo el Señor. You like to read it? Yes. Now they're, um, now they're were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the, the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring good, um, good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is, a, uh, is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Ahora ya te digo, Dios, Jesús nació. And now I tell you, Jesus was born. En tu ciudad, para in your city. Por ti. For you. You gotta rejoice because of that. Tienes que gozarte por eso. Remember the joy of the Lord is my strength, right? Tienes que recordarte que el gozo del Señor es tu fortaleza. Que un pastor en esos tiempos. Let me tell you, a shepherd in those times. Yo me imagino que era un trabajo solitario. I imagine it was a lonely job. Un, un trabajo olvidado de todos. A job that was forgotten for people by themselves. Que la gente no le ponía importancia. That people wouldn't pay mind to them. Y, y muchas veces así nos encontramos en la vida. And many times we find ourselves in that situation. Nos encontramos en un lugar solitario. We find ourselves in a lonely place. Tal vez tú te encuentras en un lugar solitario. Maybe you find yourself in a lonely place. En un lugar a donde sientes que no te llegan buenas noticias. And maybe in a place that you you don't hear good news. Pero las buenas noticias llegaron a esta gente que but, estaban fuera. But good news came for those that were out there alone. Y se asustaron. And they were afraid. Porque es lo que pasa. Cuando no conoces happens. al Señor te asustas. When you don't know about the Lord, you you get frightened. Pero cuando el espíritu de Dios llega te hace libre. But when the Holy Spirit comes, the spirit of the Lord cuando comes. Cuando el gozo del Señor free. llega en tu temor te da fortaleza. When you are afraid, the joy of the Lord gives you strength. Amen. Amen. Yo diría que ese trabajo es era un trabajo de, de tristeza porque me acuerdo del rey David que estaba que estaba solo. I, el, I think that that kind of job was kind of lonely and um, like King David, he was alone as a kid, he was lonely and sad. El, el nacimiento de Jesús es una gran noticia porque fue anunciada por ángeles. The birth of Jesus was a great news. It was announced by angels. Su anuncio fue glorioso. The announcement was glorious. Su anuncio fueron Huge news. Su, su anuncio fue grandes noticias. Yes. Sí. This half got it, the other half you'll get it. Esta mitad lo agarró, esta mitad todavía no lo llega. El ángel anunció a los pastores que había nacido, que había nacido Jesús, que había nacido un niño que traería esperanza al que no la tiene. The angels came and announced that a child was born, a child that was going to bring hope for humanity. Se imagina, se imagina el gozo de esos pastores que sintieron Después de, de recuperarse del gran susto. Can you imagine the joy that they felt after they got over this? They're, they're scared, they're fright. Can you imagine that? Te puedes imaginar eso? Can you imagine yourself going through something so dark in your life? 
te imaginas de pasar por algo tan duro y oscuro en tu vida y el Señor brilla su gran luz sobre tu vida I'll be like Pastor Andy when he opens uh, his Christmas present estaría como pastor Andy cuando abra su regalo de navidad porque el gozo del Señor te da fuerza cuando no la tienes solo imagínate eso o tal vez estás pasando en un momento de tu vida so imagine that when you're going through if you were going through something in life tal vez estás pasando en un momento de tu vida maybe you're going through something right now in your life te sientes solo when you feel alone donde te sientes que como esos pastores like those shepherds en un lugar like them, desierto, in a deserted place lejos de las buenas noticias, away from good news el Salvador del mundo ha nacido. the Savior of the world is born y cuando, cuando el Salvador del mundo llega, and when the Savior comes la tristeza se va. the sadness disappears se va a través de él. it leaves through him es donde el hombre puede encontrar perdón de sus pecados. that's when men can find forgiveness for their sins Cristo el Mesías Christ the Messiah el de Dios, the anointed by God llegó he came para darnos vida, to give us life y darnos vida en an abundant life Las de Dios, the good news of the Lord en de come in very difficult times when we're going through difficult those shepherds were frightened but then they were rejoicing algo corto. let me share something short Hace unos meses, a few months ago como les anuncié, like, como les like we shared he was diagnosed with uh, thyroid cancer y me asusté. it was a little frightened I was scared Tenía miedo. Doesn't get scared, right? Tenía mucho miedo. No, but I'm Christian I don't get scared oh yeah you get scared <laughs> Pero cuando te agarras del Señor, but when you hold on to God when you get a hold of him cuando te agarras bien de él, and you don't let go y no sueltas su, and you call Señor, his name every morning y llamas a su nombre, good todas news comes mañanas, to you las buenas noticias vienen. Pasamos por todo eso, we went through all of that me cortaron el cuello, they cut that out they, they literally took it out, took it out. Okay. se lo sacaron no se lo enseñaron y pasamos por todo eso, and we went through all of this todo estaba bien. everything was fine Hace unas semanas, a few weeks ago aparecieron otras Bolitas, a few other little lumps appeared on the throat ¿Y quién cree, que, quién, quién cree que llegó? and what do you think who came el miedo, el temor. the fear the, the fear the Pero el gozo del Señor es mi but the joy of the Lord when you hold on to his promise you hold on to his truth it doesn't matter what comes you are, you, you are not afraid you get a hold of him you get a hold of his promises because he says a child is born he's the prince of peace wow he did all for me he did all for me he did all for you all you have to do is believe you I gotta hear more amen to that you just gotta believe amen Fui al doctor y me hicieron otros exámenes. I went to the doctor and I got a few more exams. Con miedo. With a bit of fear. <laughs> y se me olvidó de los exámenes. Me olvidé de ellos. I forgot about the exams. After three days, not, not hearing from the doctor, I uh, got yeah, yeah, after, I like, después de, de que pasaron unos días, no había noticias del doctor, so se los olvidó el miedo. Se me olvidó. We forgot. I totally forgot. 
This morning, leaving home, coming to church, and this is not planned. This is like just happened. Esta mañana. And, and I told Pastor, and he's like, hey, you, you want to share? I'll share it. So I want to share it because this is what the good news is about. Esta mañana sin planear nada, saliendo de la casa saliendo, y queremos compartir esto porque es algo que hace que funcione el Señor. Saliendo de la casa, en el counter. Saliendo de la casa, leaving the house on the counter. ¿Cómo se dice counter? Alguien de mis niños levantó el correo. <laughs> Somebody, one of the kids, picked up the mail. Y, they forgot to tell me. Y se me olvidó decirme. They just left it there. Y lo dejaron en el counter. Pero esa no es coincidencia. But that's not a coincidence. Cuando iba a salir, miré un sobre. When I was leaving, I saw an envelope. Y lo levanté y miré el nombre del doctor. And I saw that it had the name on the envelope of my doctor. Otra vez, el fear llega. And again, slight fear came. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. Pero la fuerza and you just keep walking. You just keep believing. You just keep going. As I open it, lo abrí. and he said, you got nothing wrong. He didn't Dice, say no that. Tengo nada. But it was like, Amen. Was it? it was nothing. <laughs> Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And you just gotta grab a hold of that and not let go. Y tienes que agarrarte de esa verdad y no soltarla. No importa qué está pasando. cuántas veces has fracasado. It doesn't matter how many times you failed. No importa cuántas veces has orado y nada ha pasado. It doesn't matter how many times you prayed and nothing has happened. Sigue creyendo. You have to keep believing. Porque Jesús ha nacido. Because Jesus is born. Y él nació. And he was born para darte vida to give you life y vida en and life in abundance. Amen. And as Pastor Dan adds the oil to our lamp, when I come to the Spanish service, I, I write down words that I'm trying to learn. And one of the words I wrote down, if you ever suffer from a lack of joy, just say the Spanish word for joy, gozo. <laughs> It's the best. All right, next up, Wise Man's Zeb. Yes, Merry Christmas. Yes! Yes, Merry Christmas. I can wrap it up. Um, ooh, sorry. For today, as we're talking about the good news and his wise man and the word, Um, what I'm invited is on this gift, actually, is James 1, 16 through 17. Do not be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like the shiftings of shadows. And I want to invite you into the realization that you are a son and daughter of the living God. And he is the best dad ever. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, The, I'm recently, I'm, uh, we have our eight-month-old daughter, and so I'm learning all about fatherhood and dad, and it's awesome. And um, I think a lot of times the way that we view the father is our, a depiction of how our earthly father was. When I, when I used to view the father, I, I, I would say, okay, I'm safe, and, and uh, I'm, I'm secure, and like I'm, I'm taken care of. Like That was my depiction of the, the heavenly father. But there is so much more to who God is than based off of our own experiences. The Bible is chock full of our loving, good father. 
And he wants to let you know that, yes, you can be safe. Yes, you are secure. But he loves you, and he wants to pour out his good gifts on you. He has a plan and a purpose for you, and he has created you. And so I'm going to share briefly just about how amazing good the Father is and how we can step into that. And I want to invite you, as a son and a daughter, you have a loving, good Father who is the best dad in the whole world. Amen. So... As, as being a new father, um, realizing I want to give good gifts to my daughter. And yes, she's eight months old, so she doesn't really understand a whole lot. But a lot of new things I've learned, and I've learned about diapers. Diapers is a fun thing to learn about. I've, I've learned there's, there's different quality of diapers. There's these diapers that don't absorb a whole lot, and they just kind of sit there. And there's diapers that kind of fall apart. And then there's, like, really good diapers that absorb, and, like, the baby's nice and happy. And so as a good father, I want to give my daughter the best diapers. So that may be lost on some of you. But for me, it, it made sense. I'm like, hey, like, if, if every good and perfect gift is from the, the father, like, he wants to give perfect gifts to you. He wants to give you every good and perfect thing. And so even simple things like that, he cares about what the best is. He cares about what is the best for you. And he has amazing gifts for you. And yes, I, I'm, I'm not perfect in this verse in Matthew 7, 9 through 11. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how, to get, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to him, those who ask? So even though I'm not perfect, and yes, I'm evil, I need, I need Jesus. Like, I want to give good gifts to my daughter, just because she's my daughter, just because I'm her father and I want the best for her. And that's, that's my heart that I'm, I'm realizing that's the, the father's heart that God, God has for each of us. And yes, I can know it up here, but can I believe it? And is it is taking root in here? And so even though I want to give good gifts, the father wants to give how much better, more will the father give good gifts to those who ask him? So your loving father up above, he, he wants to give you good gifts. He wants to lavish you with good gifts. And this is actually one of my favorite verses is 1 John 3, 1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is who we are. You are a daughter, you are a son of God, and he has lavished his love on you. And as I was praying about it and thinking about it, a mental picture for you, unless, unless you're on a diet, you don't lavish butter on toast. Sorry, if you are on a diet, you, you don't do it. But if, in order to have good toast, you lavish butter on there. You just whip it on. You put a whole bunch of butter because that makes toast better. Butter. Everything is better with butter. So mental picture of the father lavishing his love on you. He wants to pour out his love on you. He wants to be oozing out of your pores. Like that's the amount of love that he is washing over you. And it's an amazing love. He is so proud of you. He loves you so much. That's, that's the kind of lavishing love that he's going to pour out on you. He is our good father. He wants to give us good gifts he is lavishing us with his love. We are his children, and he is inviting us to seek him. He's inviting us into relationship. He's inviting us to know his name. And when I looked in that word, um, Father, because in James 1, uh, the first verse, talked about the Father of heavenly lights, and I looked at that word. Father means originator. Father means creator. So that Father in heaven who sent his son, and we're also invited into that into that family. He's your creator. He's your originator. He's the one that gave you a purpose. He's the one that gave you a destiny. Only through him can you find satisfaction. 
He's created. He's created everything about you. He knows what you're going to choose. He's given you free will. But through him alone can you find satisfaction because he is your originator and he is your creator. He has poured his love on you. He loves you so much. May you leave today knowing that you are a beloved child of God and that he has a plan for you and there is so much more. But that is the gift that I want to share, that you have the best dad in the whole world. How great is the butter the Father has lavished on us. All right, I'm going to invite wise man John to come up. He, 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 when I first approached John about, hey, I want to do this, and I'm going to have you guys come in wearing crowns. He's like, what? I'm not wearing no crown. And I'm like, yes, you are, John Steele. And he's like, okay. He said I could take it off when I preach. So thank you, Pastor Andy. So I'm going to open up my gift. So Merry Christmas. And so <clears throat> sunglasses, we know what they're used for, you know, because there's, the sun comes out, the light, it glares. But we've been talking about the light of Christ. How many know the light of Christ is something you don't want to shine from? You want it to go all over you. Amen? And so today, my verse today is Luke 23, 43-46. Jesus answered him and said, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon, and the darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. For the sun st stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. Now, just a, a couple of thoughts, because, because I don't know about you, but I love being in the light. How many love being in the light? I mean, I just like lighting the room. I get up in the morning, my, my wife is over there doing her devotions, and she's got a, a, the light real low, and, um, and the kitchen light off, and she's over in the corner. I get up, and I turn every light in the house on. And uh, she's like, honey, I'm like, I'm sorry. So then I go back, and anyhow, I love light. But it says here that th there was darkness. But before that, I, I, want you to, I want you to understand, Jesus, he came here with a purpose. He came here with a reason. And, and his purpose was to seek and save the lost. And even though he was up on the cross, even though he, he was cr uh, being crucified, he was whipped, beaten, beyond recognition, and going through all that pain, he was on the cross, and next to him, the one thief identified who he was, and he said, today you will be with me in paradise. See, a lot of times, we as people, when we got a hard day, when we got something going on in our life, we stop being a light to those around us. I know I do sometimes because I'm focused on what's ahead of me. But Jesus, he was focused the whole time on the Father. He was focused the whole time on what he was called to do. He's called to, to come and save the lost. And so right on the, on the cross, he said, today you will be with me in paradise. And, and, and then right after that, it, it talks to us about how the darkness 
the darkness. You know, because Jesus took up all the sin of mankind. He, every man, child, and woman, the sin that happened up until then and the sin in the future. Each and every one of us sitting here today, we are sinful by nature. It says that for all have sinned, Romans 3.23, and fall short of the glory of God. And I, w- I was told to slow down a little bit from the first service. And I, I try to, but I get so excited about talking about Jesus. And, and so I'm going to try to bring it down a little bit, okay? And so, so, but the darkness, Jesus took up all the sin. And he, he knew the Father. He knows the Father. But up until this point, how many know that God cannot stand sin? God cannot stand sin. And, and as you begin to study, you begin to know that, that three hours of darkness, it was as if, because one of the words that Jesus said on the cross, Father, Father, he said it in, in their language, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? And, and he felt all alone. Anybody ever felt alone? But Jesus, because he was taking up the sin of all mankind, but then, but then when he uttered his last breath, when he uttered his last breath, and he said this, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And as soon as he said that, Jesus was in fellowship with God once again. And because the sins of the world were, were dealt with through death. And how many know before there could be life, there's got to be death. Death, life comes after death. Resurrection life. Amen? So before there can be life, there needs to be death. And we, up until that point, men, we were living in death. We are living in sin. But because of what Jesus did on the cross, somebody get excited here today. Because Jesus bore our sins and our iniquity upon himself. And now we, we, for those who identify with him and for those who have asked him to come into our life, we are set free. That, that burden has been lifted. How many know we can't earn that gift? It is freely given through Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And that darkness, that's why, you know what, we, we live in a world today now we see a lot of dark things, but we can walk with joy because we know we carry the light of Christ in us. And, and, and Jesus is that light. Jesus is that light. And so, and so I want to go, I just, I, I just wanted to share that, that, that real quick in that verse about, you know, as believers, we can always, we, we can always live in the light. The light never goes out spiritually. God, God never, and you know what? After Jesus died on that cross and he rose again, on that third day, and he showed himself to those who knew he knew, and then he went to go be with the Father. From that day forward, you know what, from that time, it says this, I got ahead of myself. One thing that gets me very excited is it says when, when Jesus committed his spirit, he came back in communion with God. Before that, we needed, they, they went to the priest, they went to the temples, but before that, but now that the curtain's been ripped from top to bottom, how many know we have access to Jesus Christ? We have access to God through Jesus Christ. Amen? And so, and so we ourselves can go. We don't need to go to another person. We don't need to go to a priest. We can go to Jesus. We can go to God ourselves through Jesus Christ. Amen? And so <clears throat> I want to talk about Psalms 37, 5 through 6. It says, 
Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. What will he do? It says he will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Vindication basically means the action of clearing someone of blame or suspicion. How many know that when we confess our, when we confess our sins to the Lord, invite him, how many know we're vindicated through him and through his blood? Amen. And no one can bring an accusation against you because it's all been gone away. And I was just talking with someone a, 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 a few days back, and they were saying, you know what? I did some terrible things. I did some things that, that I don't think God can forgive me. How many know that that's not true? There ain't nothing that God can't for, forgive. If you're here sitting in this room, and you're here, and you're in the presence, let me tell you something. There's nothing that God can't forgive. And because he's a loving father, and, and when we commit our lives to the Lord, it says that we are new creation. There are people here today, you're allowing your past to determine what, how you live your future. But God says, I've renamed you. If, I, if you call me your, your father, if you call me Lord and Savior, I've given you a new name. And your new name, you are a blessed son and daughter of the living God. And so my plea today is for this year is for us to stop living in the past and stop living by what we feel and stop living by, by our circumstances, but living through the word of God, the oil in our lamp because that is our redemption because of who Jesus is. You can clap if you want to. You see, God's plan through Jesus Christ's son is peace and life. God loves you and he wants you to experience peace and life that he offers. The Bible said we all know this. We can quote it. Every one of us in this room, I guarantee we can quote this scripture, John 3, 16, but it's my favorite. It's, it's the simple gospel in 25 words. For God so loved, you can count them because I did, in 25 words. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the gospel. And he, he wants each and every one of us to walk in that peace, in that love, in that light, in that fullness. And also, um, <clears throat> number two, share. We need to share. We should share our problem. You know what? We're separated from God. Being at peace with God is not automatic. See, by nature, fall of sin and fall short of the glory. By nature, we're sinful. And so we come to the Lord. For we come for the Lord, we come to the Lord and say, and identify, say, Lord, I need you. I can't do this on my own. I'm a, I'm a sinner, but I need you to come into my life. It's the God, and, and so number number three, it's the remedy. God's remedy is the cross because we all have sinned and fall short. But God's remedy is the cross. Everybody say the cross. See, God's love bridges the gap of separation between you, us and him. When Jesus died on the cross and rose from the grave, he paid the penalty of our sins. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2.24, he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds you have been healed. Let me say something. In, what it says, in, by his stripes you've been healed. You've been healed spiritually, you've been healed physically, and you've been healed mentally in Jesus' name. And now when he says that, I'm, I, I, I just really sense in my heart, there are people here today, you've been dealing with different things, but let me tell you something. We do not walk by what we feel. We walk by what we know. That's why Dan said when he got that report, he can start rejoicing because regardless of what the report says, God says that he is healed. 
And regardless, regardless of what, you, what, what, what is around us, we know the truth. And the truth is going to set us free from getting caught up in, 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 um, in, in, and just getting caught up in, in, the, in the situation at hand. Amen? And our response to all this is to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. See, it tells us that we, to receive Christ, we, we, there's four things. Just admit that you are a sinner, ask for forgiveness, believe that Christ died for you on the cross, and receive Christ into your heart and life. Romans 10, 10 13 says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And you know what? These are not just good words. These, this is the absolute truth. And so today, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a call out to those. Maybe you're sitting here today, and you don't know Jesus, or maybe you did at one time, and you just kind of like you know what? It's Christmas. I'm gonna come to church, make myself feel good. But let, let me tell you something. I believe there's a, there's an anointing for the salvation on this place now in the name of Jesus to really give your life and surrender wholeheartedly to the Lord and watch your life be transformed by him and him alone because he's the king of kings and the lord of lords and i just and and, and there's another thing god wants to heal it's god's desire to heal i just keep i just keep just thinking of the mind because there's so many influences so many things out there and there's believers who truly love god but but you're allowing the effects of what you hear from other people. You're allowing the different things. How many know that God's word is absolute truth? And people, we need to start confessing. We need to start believing. We need to start walking. We need to rise up as warriors that he created us to be and begin to, to begin to walk this out in such a powerful way that people take notice of who we are. Like Dan said, the joy of the Lord. You know what? People, the believers out here on the face of the earth need to be the happiest people in the, on the face of the planet. How many believe that? It's easy to be happy and joyful when things are going good, but we're not, we're called regardless of what's going on. It's the joy of the Lord. It's that salvation, that well, that deepness. No matter what we're walking through, no matter what str struggles or trials we're going through, we can still praise God because he is our strength. And that's what it is. And that's what it's all about, about and that's the true Jesus. So I'd like every head bowed and eyes closed. If you're here today and you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or perhaps maybe you've kind of just like been playing around and you want to draw a line in the sand and you say, you know what, today I want to be totally committed. I want to totally commit my life to God. I'm tired of playing. I'm tired of playing and going halfway. I want to surrender my life in Jesus' name. If that's you, I just want you to raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Thank you. Anybody else? Raise your hand all around. Thank you. Jesus. Anybody else? Raise your hand. Raise your hand high. But perhaps maybe you just, you know what? You, you, you've known him at one time, but you just kind of walked away. If that's you, you just say, you know what? Today I'm going to surrender my life. I've just been living. You know, I love Jesus, but my life, I've just been really just like not just really committed. And I want to commit today. If that's you, raise your hand. Just say, you know what? I'm going to commit this year. I'm going to commit this life. Amen. Amen. So I just ask everybody just repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. 
I trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Guide me and help me to do your will in your name. Amen. And I, I want to say this just real quick. For those of you here today, Jesus wants you to know that once you make that decision and you follow him, it's a daily thing. It's not a Sunday thing. It's a relational thing. There's some things you're going to have to change. There's some decisions you're going to have to make. There's some things you might have to give up because, you know what, if we're going to call ourselves a child of God, it's, we're, we're all in and we just surrender. And I just want to encourage you to that today. And it's the best decision you'll ever make. Amen. And now we've filled our lamp with oil, with the word, and it just takes a spark of faith. Maybe it's more than a spark. No, today it's just a spark is all we need. Listen, if I have the light of the world, there's no such thing as darkness around me. There's no place you can go that's too dark. There's no event that can happen in your life that will just rob you of the darkness. No, 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 no. You're the light of the world. You're the city on the hill. It cannot be hidden. The light of the world lives in you, so you have the ability to walk into dark places and bring the light. It was God's good pleasure to do that to you. But here's the deal. If you don't continually go back to be refilled, you're going to use up that oil. And God wants to continually fill you over and over and over. And if you join us next week, I got another oil for you. The oil of the filling of the Holy Spirit. You take yourself from being a little, little candle to a flamethrower overnight, folks. So join us next Sunday. As you leave today, every family is going to get one of these little lamps. Uh, we're going to give them one per family or one per household. So if you don't live with your parents, feel free to take one, whatever that is. Uh, but here's the deal. And I want you to do this for me as a favor to remind us of what these lamps are all about. It's not like a lamp in my living room. I have to go to the source. And so as a family, you can fill that little lamp up. You can use olive oil, kerosene, whatever you want. Uh, but let that wick pick up, because if you just light the wick, it'll burn away within minutes. But you fill it with that oil. Let the, let the wick pick up that oil. And as you fill it, would you do me a favor and just read something from the Word of God to your family? Maybe something that's special to you. Maybe you do this as you read the Christmas story out of the Gospels to your family and fill that up with oil and then light that in your house and let, the light, let that be a reminder to you. You are the light of the world. The glory has shone and now it shines through you in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, I pray a blessing on each person here. We love you. We thank you for the opportunity to be your vessels. Would you fill us, Father? And as we look to other things, Father, would you remind us, you are the source of our truth. Your word is, is truth. And God, be true and every man a liar. And we love you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Merry Christmas, everyone. 
God bless you. I, I'm looking forward to good things. Don't forget your lamp on the way out. God bless. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's sermon. If you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit us at welcomenewlifeassembly.org.